Here's Simeone Zielinski. Alisson with a save. 4-0. Second minute of the second half. Zielinski makes it 4-0 to Napoli. Well, round six of the Premier League, round one of the Champions League. Time to speak to our resident footy expert. He's a mate of show, Daniel Garb. Garby, welcome. Thank you, Robbie. How are you, mate? Oh, I'm going to start with the big one. Chelsea sacked their manager. It's the second manager, Gonski. Oh, boy. Ruthless. Yeah. Same old Chelsea, despite new owners coming in. And it's, it's a hard one to understand because we're so early on in the season. Thomas Tuchel's won a Champions League at that club. There is talk of a lot of unrest behind the scenes. And Thomas Tuchel has been through this sort of thing before at his other clubs where it starts well and then it unravels. Perhaps he has a personality thing where he falls out with players very quickly, but so early in the season, they're only sixth in the league. Yeah, they lost their Champions League game, but it's a very big call for the owners to make considering they've allowed him to spend so much money reinvesting in this squad. It looks like uh, their number one target is the Brighton boss, Graham Potter, who's done an excellent job there. If not him, then perhaps Mauricio Pochettino. Um, so that was a big call for Chelsea to make early on, but uh, it's not uncommon with that football club. So who owns them? Weren't they Russian-owned at some stage, Garby? <laughs> yeah, so Roman Abramovich has sold for obvious reasons because of the... Uh, the Russian invasion of Ukraine and uh, an American group has come in and bought the club and they've acted in pretty much the same way. Goodness gracious me. Let's move on to Liverpool. Oh, stinky, stinky. Yeah, it's pretty average at the moment, the way in which they're performing. There's something off at the club. The, the zip, the aggression, the hunger, the dynamism yep. defensively and in an attacking sense that we've grown to know about Liverpool over the last five years or so is just not there at the moment. They seem so complacent, so lethargic. They allowed Napoli to steamroll them this morning the same way they did Manchester United when they went to Old Trafford and a couple of other Premier League games this year. It's almost as if they're expecting to, to roll up and just do their thing and, and win games of football in second gear. You can't do that at this standard. So there's an issue there for Jurgen Klopp to solve. Yes, they have personnel problems in midfield but that doesn't explain the lack of urgency in the team at the moment and that's been a really ordinary start to the season. They need some harsh words to be said behind closed doors to snap them back into action or else it looks like a campaign that can really amount to very little very early on. Hey Daniel, Mo Salah, he seems to have lost his mojo, really down on form. He has, he really has he looks Void of confidence at the moment. There were a couple of moments early in the game against Napoli this morning where so uncharacteristically uh, he let balls just fall under his foot, roll over his foot, failing to control a simple ball in a dangerous area. When he did get a chance in the first half, he snatched it, hit it straight at the keeper. We're so used to Mo Salah in that situation, slamming it either side of the goalkeeper and, and putting it in the back of the net. So he's lost his confidence at the moment quite clearly. He's not getting past defenders either. That's draining the supply into the central striker. So that's not really helping them right now. But uh, it doesn't matter who's playing in attack at the moment. The way in which Liverpool are defending, uh, they're not much of a chance to win these tough games. And Daniel and Postacoglu, Celtic fell short? They did, but they did ever so well. I mean, you just you sit back in admiration of Ange, the way in which he goes about it. They're playing Real Madrid in a Champions League game. 
so many other managers in the world that say, you know, we just want to keep things tight, frustrate them. He says we're going out there to take it to them. We want our supporters dreaming of a win over Real Madrid. And in the first half, that's exactly what they did. They had chances, couldn't quite take them. And then when Real Madrid stepped up their game in the second half, they took the game away from Celtic and won 3-0. But uh, he is continuing to win admirers across the UK and world football and Foster Coglu to the point where people are already saying in England, yeah, the Chelsea job, is he being considered for that? Is his name being raised? That might take people by surprise, but that's the momentum that's starting to build around him. He's just doing fantastic stuff there. It's great to see. Yeah, we love him, Ange Postacoglu on Celtics Fortunes. Have a listen. So you want me to burst people's bubbles? <laughs> you want me to be? You want me to bring it down into this whole experience? No, I, I'm glad our our supporters are, are buzzing about it. I've got no problem with that. I think that's that's what we love about the game. I want our supporters dreaming of big games and big wins and 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 winning things. I mean, that's the role of us as a football club. Well, my role is to to make sure they come bouncing in and and hopefully we send them bouncing out. I I would nearly bet. Garby, that he ends up with a Premier League job at the end of the year. There's a couple of clubs still wobbly. Chelsea. I don't think Chelsea will get it. Brentford's <laughs> already done one. But honestly, he's the perfect fit for that league. Very good chance that happens. I mean, yeah. it's often the move from a manager of, of Celtic or Rangers that does well in Scotland. They get that move to England. And make no mistake, Ange Postacoglu thinks he can be as good a manager as anyone in the world. He might not say that publicly, but he has that no. inner belief. And he can be. He just needs that chance, but it needs to be the right club. It needs to be a stable environment. He needs time to yeah. set his principles in. He doesn't want to go to a club that's going to turf him after a month if things go bad. Yeah. So he'd be aware of that. Um, mm. But if that doesn't occur, will he be happy at Celtic winning titles and, and trying to match it with the best teams in the Champions League? But I think that will happen, yeah, quite possibly at the end of this season, a call from an English team comes to Ange Postecoglou, and he might use that as a, a springboard to get a big, thick job in England at some stage. That would not surprise one bit. What's wrong with our Matildas? Lost 2-1 to Canada. Our coach is Tony Gustafs, and his record is just, well, it's not good. Is he a dead man walking? I wouldn't say he's a dead man walking just yet, but I tell you what, he's in a whole lot of trouble. He'd want to, at the very least, put in a strong performance and get a result in the Matildas' last game of the year against Sweden in November. If they lose that game, I think Football oh. Australia has, has got to make a call. We've got a yep. home World Cup. It's too big of a moment. It's too big of an opportunity. Spot this is once-in-a-lifetime stuff. And, you know, the, the Matildas might not be at that top table of women's football at the moment, but we want the team to overachieve come the World Cup. And quite often teams do at home World Cup, male or female. And overachieving might be in the semi-final spot. Now, if you're on the Football Australia board, you're sitting there and you're asking, do we have confidence that he's the man to deliver that potentially? If the answer is no, and it feels like it's edging that way at the moment, you may as well make a change and look for someone else. Or else you're just wasting what is a massive opportunity. He's won 13 of 26 games since taking over. He's only beaten one side in the top 20. He keeps coming up with excuses. I think even he knows he's running out of time if he doesn't turn things around quickly. That game against Sweden in November is a massive chance for him to win over the doubters who are growing massively at the moment. You're not wrong, Daniel. Thank you very much for your time, mate. Appreciate you being on the show. Thanks, guys. All the world game news from Daniel Garber.